No! 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 What? Because I was married for two fucking years! You're a cunt, Ryan. You cunt. You're a cunt, Ryan. No, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. You're a cunt, Brian. No, sir, I don't like it. So long to you. Hope I don't make you blue. I think I'm gonna kill myself. Oh, very funny, Brian. Very, very funny. I think I'm gonna kill myself. <sighs> Shout out to Waylon Jennings singing about Carmen Morales' uh, evening. Uh, <laughs> I almost shit myself, guys. I'm on my way to work. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to shit myself. It was so horrific. I think it had to have been po- food poisoning because I don't think I've ever felt that sick that fast in my life. Do you know how hard it is to walk down a hill while you're clenching your ass together? Of course I know how hard that is. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Come up with any almost shitting yourself scenario, and I've been there. <laughs> Have you? Have you uh-huh. almost shit yourself a lot? I I've I don't. also just shit myself. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> almost shit myself. Shit myself. <laughs> any it shit was, issues? I've oh been there. Oh my god, it was so horrific, dude. I horrific. Just, it was. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I just like saying that word with a <laughs> New Jersey accent. <laughs> and it's also like What'd I'm you an eat? adult. Portos, like you, were, you said. No, no, no! I didn't. I didn't have anything. I think it might have been. I think I had undercooked Brussels sprouts. What, what does that even mean? It's I don't a vegetable. know. I know, but they make you go. Brussels sprouts uh, push things through. Uh, undercooked isn't the right word. I think for vegetable. It's not all vegetables, though. Some vegetables you can eat raw. I don't think you're supposed to eat Brussels sprouts raw. You can't eat Brussels sprouts raw? Maybe you can. I don't know, but I don't know. It's just like lettuce, like tiny little <laughs> lettuces. No, it's tiny little cabbages, and cabbages fucking, they'll fucking, yeah, they do cabbage it to you. Cabbage farts, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, I've had the cabbage farts recently because, well, no, years ago, because I, I dated this girl who thought she was allergic to everything, and she ended up for a while just eating um, uh, coconut, uh, 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 cabbage sauteed in coconut oil and Ugh. miso broth. Oh my that god! Was, that was all she. <laughs> oh my god! Eat. All that soy, all that soy would fuck up my stomach too. That just, soy yeah. is just so gross. Miso broth and ca- uh, coconut oil sa- uh, sautéed cabbage, and I ate so I was far. I destroyed her bed. I think I burned a hole right into her bed. Wow. Yeah, it was it was horrific. If if any of you ever come to Los Angeles and you go to the Sunset Strip, <laughs> right next to the Comedy Store is a hotel called the Andas, and you can just go in there and apologize for it. You me made because- a Sunset Stripe on the Sunset <laughs> Strip. <laughs> it was so fucking horrible, dude. Uh, speaking of that, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Brondell. God damn, I wish I would have had a travel b- bidet that day. I know, because that is a nice uh, uh, bathroom, the Andas. It is nice, and that's why I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm I, so sorry. I told my friend, uh, oh, who we know, Justin Lawson, I told him to use the Andaz bathroom because we were at the comedy store in the um, bathroom. There was a line for the bathroom, and he was like, I got a shit. And I was like, go to the Andaz. And he's like. Oh, it's nice. It's like an executive bathroom. Yeah, he came to that bathroom. He's like, bro, that's like a rap studio in there. Because <laughs> <laughs> you do. You get your own room. It's one of those like fancy hotels where so all of the stalls are individual rooms. Like They completely right. shut off. Which, thank God, because the fucking horror show that was happening in there. I'm so glad it was prepped. But what's fucked up? Is there volume? Initially. There was good upon volume? Ex- upon exit. Oh, like um, a blat. Blat. <laughs> I love a good volume. It was like somebody, wh- whatever. I don't want to gross everybody wow. out. But it was. <laughs> Nobody cares. 
Everybody shits. I guess shits. we have. Yeah, well, Everybody we, <laughs> shits. Sometimes. Well, that. Themselves. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a horrific uh, shit yourself story? Here, this is what happened. So any, I had I a, like, have a really gross one. I have a, so I, you know, it wasn't one so much that I had all my clothes were ruined, but mm-hmm. I definitely, uh, I de- definitely didn't feel clean afterwards. So I, um, oh, I know that I have feeling. Unclean. And I had to, I was about to go to work, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I just, you didn't use the main room shower. <laughs> what? Isn't there a shower in the main room? Oh my God. I forgot all about that. There's a shower where Carmen works. There's a shower in the green yeah, room, but it's, right past it's the cooking. The shower in the in the com, in the most evil comedy club in the world that's been there since 1973. I would not shower in there. I mean, you use shower shoes. I have my flip flops <sighs> with me. I don't know. I man. might shower in there. <laughs> what do you think? Is, what do you think? I think some spirit. You think the ghost gonna, is yes. going to come out I think of a the shower head? Come out of the shower head. And, and what? Your soul. I'm just going to become a cokehead? Yeah, you're going to become a cokehead <laughs> who like. Starts driving a like Maserati ninety down Sunset and dies in a car wreck. <laughs> there wasn't any Maseratis in the fucking nineteen forties. Not anybody that was working at the comedy store could afford. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't shower there. Uh, but so you went. You had to take an Uber. Yeah, because I park- back to where you parked. If you if you're unfamiliar, the comedy store is at the bottom of a hill, and uh, right behind is this huge mountain. And there's no parking on Sunset unless you want to pay a meter and you have to go pay every two hours until after 10. So everybody that works there parks up this huge hill and we walk down and at the end of the night, we try to find somebody to get us to drive us up. Mm. And usually it, it works out well. And I was so, mind you, I, it was, I don't normally go to work early, but just by happenstance, I went to work early this day because I was like, oh, well, I'll just fucking do all the social media stuff I have to do while I wait. And I'll do it there so I don't have to worry about traffic. Right. And I park. I start walking down the hill. Feeling good. I'm feeling mm-hmm. good. And all of a sudden, my stomach just... Rah, 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 and uh, I was like, bubble what's sprouts. going on? Hey, what's happening? And then I was like, oh, all right. I'll just go before before work. And then halfway down the hill, I'm like, oh, my God, no. No, 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 please, please be a little more patient. I'm always so stupid with those moments because, like, you know, it comes in waves. And so you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to shit myself, I'm going to shit myself, I'm going to shit Oh, it's over. And then you forget. It's okay. It's okay. And then it comes back again. I wasn't going away. You didn't get the wave. I waves. didn't get a wave. It was you one a, tsunami. Flood. Yeah. <laughs> I just Shit started flood. walking. Wow. And mind you, these are multi-million dollar homes. I'm walking by like maybe one of these people would let they would never let me shit in their house. I was just like oh, you start yeah. going through like I start, start realizing begging, how cool like, society yeah. is. <laughs> what kind of world is have there we any built? humanity? <laughs> Nobody with you. Please, sir, may I please oh, just my God. try to beg rich strangers to let me use the restroom. Dude, when I lived in Athens, I shit in so many dudes' yards. You shit in people's yards? All the time. Because I always had to shit. Okay, I will tell you this. One time, I was on the road with Katie Hughes, a past guest of the podcast, and uh, my friend Darren, who is not a comedian, but he was like, he's a musician, he's managed bands he, he was He's a DJ different for kind of loser yeah yeah for sure yeah, he's great yeah, yeah. so we're all he came down to south florida and we were all gonna do uh ecstasy together and not like in a weird way but just he loved ecstasy <laughs> not and, and in he, a weird way yeah you know because some people do ecstasy to touch each other that wasn't it, Puddle puddles. yeah 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 it yeah. wasn't like that no. um he liked to listen he liked to do ecstasy and listen to music and katie and i were just like Yes to drugs. Yeah, that was our jam. Yeah, yeah. And YTD. Mm-hmm. And then one time we we it was after the show. I had eaten at the club, and I the it was questionable what I ate, 
and mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember what I think it was like some chicken thing that had like peppers and onions on it or something. And we get there, and I just got I go guys go just go to go to the room just leave me just leave just go because it was like it ha- again happened so oh, fast. You probably got a little methy ecstasy pill too, which really hit. No no no, we didn't even we were gonna do we didn't do the ecstasy. Oh. We hadn't even done the drugs yet. This was just from the food at the club the comedy club. I ate food at the oh, comedy oh, club. Oh oh I thought you were at like a music club on ecstasy. No 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 no. Why no. does the fucking club have chicken? No like, whatever. We were, comedy club. He was saying it, and then we we're gonna all do ecstasy in the hotel room. Right 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 right. So we get there and I'm. I heard I feel like oh dude I don't feel good and then I was like oh my god I have to shit right right the second and we're in the parking lot and I'm like I don't and we were up on like the fourth or fifth floor I'm like there's no way I'm gonna there's no way I'm gonna make it Mm -hmm. and did you shit down a dumbwaiter I was gonna shit in the bushes (laughs) I was gonna shit in the bushes and I was like no 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 I can make it to the lobby because there's always a bathroom in the lobby that that bathroom in the lobby has saved me so many times oh for sure and I walked in, and they were renovating some of the rooms, and so they had there was a door ajar, and so I shit with the door open. I ran in and ran into the bathroom, and I just shit right there. I didn't know if the toilet worked. I didn't know. I didn't sure. care. It was just Might fucking have been like an IKEA model. <laughs> it just doesn't there. go anywhere. <laughs> it's just like a backup toilet. It was so You're like, bad. oh shit, I'm in a storage closet. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, too late. Guess I'll wipe with the mop. <laughs> okay last one last one i was in jacksonville oh, no, i got a couple too okay good <laughs> last one is i was in uh jacks oddly enough at my friend darren's house i was leaving his house gonna drive back to orlando which is like a three-hour drive and i leave his house say goodbye and everything and i'm not a quarter mile away from him and i start getting the, my guts and i was like oh shit and i was like well i'll just go to i gotta get gas anyway i'll go to mm-hmm. a gas station and i go to a gas station in I am sweating. I am sick. And I go to the door and the door won't open. And there's like a young girl in there. And, um, and and I was, I was like, and I was like, not, I was like, I don't give a fuck. You're open. You're somebody's here. Open the fucking door. And then she's like, no, we can't. We don't. (laughs) Sorry. And I was like, no, don't do this to me. Uh And then I looked at her and I was like, fucking please. Uh-huh. please don't do this to me it's a fucking emergency <laughs> and then she's like oh and she goes and she like finally unlocks the door and i go to the bathroom and i threw away my underwear chair sure. oh yeah yeah That's you always throw them away you yeah. know what i mean just throw them away um i never understood people who would try to save them <laughs> yeah no. after what they've been through <laughs> I threw away my underwear and then I th- I took the trash out like I was totally you also you want to throw away because you want to throw that memory away yes too. I do I don't want to ever yeah, look yeah, yeah, down yeah. at my laundry and sure, go you oh, can wash God, you damn can wash it. it but you can't wash that memory no away. you can't <laughs> is that a country song <laughs> you can't wash that memory away it should be yeah. <laughs> George Strait <laughs> and uh I went and I was so embarrassed I like I, cl- I cleaned the bathroom Basically, you cleaned the bathroom. I cleaned the bathroom. Spick and span. It and did. <laughs> it got some spray in the corner. I'm just spraying <laughs> the toilet down, wiping it with toilet paper. I took the trash out, and I was I just didn't look her in there. I was just like, "Thank you, thank you so much." And then I left. These are listen. These are if you if you if you're a <laughs> if you're a drifter like comedians and musicians oh are. God. You have a million stories. I I right now am trying to pick which ones I want to tell. <laughs> I have I have so many. I've just heard people be so arrogant. Like I can't believe you, if you're shitting yourself when you're an adult, you're fucking a, you're piece of shit. And it's like, dude, you 
we ha- we're, have so much access to the shittiest fucking possible food ever. Oh, like, yeah. It's going to happen. It's well, going to happen. Yeah. And also, and there's I, only so much you can do. I also used to live off of whiskey, and that makes yeah, you shit. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, I, uh, the whiskey shits. Everybody knows that. Yep. But I had, okay, there was uh, one. <laughs> um, this actually will tie into Brondell in my first kind of bidet experience. Oh, okay. Um, which is. Did I, you shower in the bidet? <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. There was no. This wasn't an actual bidet. This is an old timey bidet. Oh, um, <laughs> a bathtub. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> so I, I worked, I worked at this, uh, this place in Athens called Transmit Pizza, uh, or whatever. I don't know what it's called. Um, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. And uh, I was a door guy uh, there checking IDs, and a I pizza used pizza place. Yeah, they had punk shows in a bar upstairs. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, man, what kind of fucking pizza is this? And I would always black out and fall asleep in the chair. <laughs> so I, I got away with that twice, then eventually I got fired. Right. And it was like my bandmate who was the manager. I put him in a terrible position. Oh, yeah. Uh, so And I like had a flask in my back pocket, and yeah. I would just get drunk and fall asleep. And uh, so... Um, because I was not, it took me until about age 31 to, uh, learn how to take responsibility for my actions. Um, so I thought, they, oddly enough, when we started this podcast, <laughs> I thought they were dicks, mm. uh, for firing me. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we were friends. And he's like, I can't, you can't do your job. And so I, w- I showed up to, I crashed their Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And I dumped, they got a brand new flat screen TV and I dumped a pint of beer into the TV. Turns out the TV was fine, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, it didn't break. I don't know. I didn't know. And then I ran home and I was so drunk, I thought the cops were chasing me after I poured some beer in the thing. Mm -hmm. And so I like hid on the train tracks for a while because everybody knew where I lived, obviously. It was a small town and I was in a band with the guy who was the manager and we practiced at my house. And so I hid out on the tracks and I didn't want to go home and I couldn't tell if anybody was there. And so I uh, I thought they called the cops on me about the TV and then I had been waiting so long I had to shit really bad. Mm-hmm. And then so I, <laughs> I wandered into this person's yard and then I just blew it up. Like right you blew the up the yard. Was it at least in like a garden, like in the back corner or anything? No, it was like. Or did God you just do it on the front lights. line? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh right in the, and it was a cow patty. It was a, it was a big pot pie, just left right there. It looked like somebody had just left a Boston cream pie. <laughs> That's so awful. But I uh, so uh, and the, it was messy and there was nothing I could wipe with. I thought about dragging my ass on their yard like a dog. Yeah, and I just thought about man, what if somebody was watching all of this? So I just pulled my pants up and it was messy. And I yeah. walked to my house and I I snuck in. <laughs> I still was worried the cops were coming, so I crawled under a hole in the. F- I lived in this warehouse that was on an acre of property, and the backside of it was woods. And I crawled th- under the fence through the woods in, mm-hmm. and then I just pulled my pants down and just hosed my ass <laughs> off <laughs> with the hose. Oh my god! <laughs> and uh, that was kind of my first bidet experience. And I will say, Brondell was way nicer. <laughs> Than a three a.m. hose in the ass. Man, um, thank God for Brundell. guys. You should you should 
get yourself a travel bidet so you never have to have a story like this. Put in the promo code no sir and you get 20% off of your order. They don't just have bidets, they have air purifier, shower pur- shower purifying heads. All of your bathroom needs, all of your purifying needs. <laughs> <laughs> nothing that Dude, will can you pure nothing that, strong purify enough to my purify. Memory? I was going to say nothing <laughs> that'll purify these stories, but one <laughs> <laughs> one other quick one is uh, I I always have to shit. You know what's funny and I said this, I've said this on this podcast. I have friends who can back this up. I said for years before I ever heard Louis say this that every shit I take is an emergency mm-hmm. and that has 100% been my life for a long well, time. Well I mean I think that goes that's that's the standard for a whiskey drinker. Anybody that drinks yeah. a lot of whiskey, a lot of coffee you yeah. drink fucking both. Yeah. You know so yeah there's I'm surprised mm-hmm. that you were capable of having a Boston cream pie shit because <laughs> to me it seems like there would just be a hose coming out of your ass. <laughs> yeah 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 no this was uh, there was I was also eating a lot of pizza at that time. <laughs> oh, okay. The cheese kind of binds <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> um, and it is funny though because I, I, I was a, I was a vegan, so I was eating like vegan pizza back then. But like, I realized now that I just basically had a cow diet plus whiskey, so it made sense that when I shit on that grass, it looked like a cow had shit there. Oh, okay. Made perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I so You're just a drunk cow, <laughs> just a drunk heifer. <laughs> yeah, Bessie got into her cups again. <laughs> <laughs> Brian the hammered heifer vogue. Booze. <laughs> uh, I uh, uh okay, so one time I was in Berkeley, California. I was on my bike. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a car at the time and uh I had to shit real bad. And uh so I, I, I there was a fucking video rental store. The, the Bay Area is one of the only places that sustained a video rental store as late as they did. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, uh, you and uh and Amy talked about it. Oh, Vision uh I mean uh 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 lost the last yeah, whatever. Yeah. The one in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one is that the one you shoot in? No, 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 no. Okay, this one's in Berkeley, um, and so <laughs> and so I, I barrel into the video rental store and I uh, I, I go I gotta I got shit. <laughs> is what I said. I, I just I was so sweaty. Yeah, I was so fucked up because I thought I was about to shit myself that I didn't say where's the restroom? Can I use the restroom? I got shit. I just walked into this video rental store that was clearly empty. Obviously, nobody rents videos anymore. And right. I just go I got shit. And uh, the guy's like, we don't have a public restroom. And uh, my friend uh, Buttcakes, years ago, I saw him say this to a guy one time, and it worked. He goes, well, where do you shit? Uh, At a convenience store, and Mm -hmm. the guy let him shit. So I was like, let me try that. I go, well, where do you shit? And the guy goes, that's none of your business. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) And uh, I mean, I opened strong. Yeah. So the guy was like probably a dick anyway, but like he had every reason to amp up yeah. the dick and i was like i like i was like this is an emergency and he was like we don't we can't let customers use their bathroom i was like dude you're a video rental store are you all you are is a bathroom <laughs> like that's all you are <laughs> nobody fucking rents videos anymore yeah and i and then the guy was like i'm, I'm sorry and i was like i'm gonna shit in your parking lot and the guy was like i don't care basically he was just like just get you know just push brushed me off he goes i'm sorry we don't have a public restroom and so i just went down and i did the thing where you pull your phone out yeah and i walked i did a couple laps in the parking lot pretending to talk on the phone and then i sat down behind the dumpster and i just shit 
all over their fucking uh, parking lot behind the dumpster. <laughs> and I had a McDonald's bag in my car and I wiped with the Mc- I mean, not my car, my backpack. And mm-hmm. I uh, pulled out the fucking McDonald's bag and wiped my ass with the McDonald's bag and then threw that in the dumpster. And then as I'm leaving, I was like, I shit in your parking lot <laughs> and <laughs> rode away. And you know where I was going? I was on my way to the Berkeley Free Clinic to go uh, give free counseling to homeless people. <laughs> <laughs> You're so, a goddamn saint, Brian. Who, Bogey. who knows homeless people better than the guy who just shit in a parking lot and wiped with a McDonald's bag? What the hell do I have to tell them who about? Spitefully Get- took a shit yeah. there too. <laughs> well, it was an emergency. It was going to happen either way, but I yeah. kind of yeah. The guy didn't give a shit though. Mm-hmm. I think he was just like. I work at a video store in Berkeley, California. Like, just leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, sorry. I I have a million of those stories, but we don't need to go into those. Hey, uh, do you listen to uh, uh, any podcast based out of Florida? Oh, shut up, Brian. (laughs) That's the dumbest thing. (laughs) <laughs> Guys, we have a we have a uh, new sponsor, and it's actually friend of the friend of the podcast. The uh, several of you are already listeners of, of them. Uh, it's the Tom and Dan podcast. They're based out of Orlando, Florida, and they're badass. Um, it's Thomas Fan and Daniel Dennis. And what's cool about them is they uh, started on terrestrial radio, and then they got fucked over, and then they started their own podcast for spite, which I love. I love anything spite sure. based. And then they built their phone, their own following so much so that the people that fired them asked them to do their own show on back on the radio. Wow, they wanted so they them back. Both, yeah, so they have, so now they have two shows. They have a podcast. Oh, they went back. And they have a terrestrial. Yeah, for they, well, I mean, probably for more money. Um, Good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're great. Um, their podcast is called A Mediocre Time for Tom and Dan. Uh, they're really great to their listeners too. They have um, there's you guys if you guys uh, want you should sign up for to be a BDM. Those are like the, the paid membership for paid subscriptions, and then you get bonus shows. All the comics that go to uh, and perform at the Orlando Improv, they all go and do the Tom and Dan show, and they have a lot of good premium episodes. Um, I've been on some of them. It's it's so fun. They also do events. I've actually performed at one of their uh, their BDM events where they rented out um, a BB Kings. They rented out a BB Kings. Oh wow! And they had That's a big place. Yeah, it's it was and it was packed mm-hmm. and. Um, from all the BDMs, and they gave uh, they gave away free booze. I keep thinking you're talking about BDSM. They feed it. No, no, they're not beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> Brian just? What shows, is the Brian stand? shows up with a paddle. Is this where the party uh-huh. is? Yeah, I got a fucking red gag ball in my mouth, <laughs> full ghillie suit. <laughs> so make sure you guys listen to them and get a premium membership. Uh, it's totally worth it because they do specialized events just for premium members. Um, do they and spank you? No, would you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you you know if you don't want a premium if you don't get the money to swing it, uh, still listen to them. They're uh, they're amazing. There's so few good people on the radio. Yeah, dude, and they're ama- like they treat. They treat their families good, like they're not monsters. Like I know mm-hmm. I'm off mic. They they treat their families good. They treat each other good. They treat their staff good. Um, they treat their listeners good. Like they ca- like they actually care. It's was that's it's really amazing. Don't they do cruises too? Didn't you they say? did their own cruise. They did yeah. a, a mediocre time with Tom and Dan cruise, and they had um, where it was just for their members. So they're they're no small fish, but they are badass, and uh, I fully endorse them. I'm a member myself. You should, guys should be too. Wait a second, Brian. Aren't you doing radio in a couple of weeks too? <laughs> I'm doing Fraser Smith's radio. 
And it, yeah, that's radio awesome. Show so if, KLOS. If, yeah, so if you have the iHeartMedia uh, or iHeartRadio app, you could probably listen to it there. It's KLOS. And uh, do you remember the date? I don't, uh, it's two Sundays from now. I don't know what that means. Doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. I don't need them to li- just listen here. Don't listen to me there. <laughs> just listen to me here. I can't be me there. I could be me here. I get it. I yeah. get it. I'm yeah, you can't you can't tell people about how you've had your spirit crushed in yeah. a parking lot of a video store. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, man. That was that was I feel like that's like a triumphant story. You do? You yeah. sh- shitting behind a dumpster, you feel telling good about a guy it? you're gonna shit in his parking lot and then doing it? Get out of here. Oh, sure, yeah. I that's guess a, you stuck fantastic. you stuck to your word. Yeah. He's a man of his word that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That, that hammer heifer is a fucking man. I have of his so words. many stories that just sound like I was homeless. <laughs> um, but uh, speaking of shit, I yeah, do. I, was I do say. have a story that I, I would like this. to. I just got back from the road, guys, and it was wonderful. It was in St. Louis. I was also in uh, Pittsburgh, Kansas, and I was also wow, in, big time, uh, big time. Yeah, Lowell, Arkansas, and Springfield, Missouri. And um, there was a day that I had off where, again former guest Katie Hughes was doing this part of this run with me and I was picking her up in Kansas city. And so I had to get an Airbnb for one night in Kansas city just cause it was taking everybody too long to get back to me about whether I could crash with them, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just get a, I'll get an Airbnb. Sure. And I found one for $27 and I was like, oh, what? What could be wrong with that? What could be wrong with that? Brian? I see nothing. Right? So far it looks great. It does. $27 screaming deal. Screaming hot deal. So I book it. 27 bucks. 30 total I think with the fee or whatever. And I go and the guy's already starting to met he the guy older guy mm-hmm. he looked kind of like you know what he looked like he looked like if ed gein instead of into mutilating women he was into softball that's what he looked like same face different hat different hobbies what's wrong with you where you know what ed gein looks like that well <laughs> okay, who, hey will you guys write in if that made it any clearer to you what the guy looked like <laughs> like please the like, guy if was you're like, like oh yeah i got it then maybe i'm wrong i'm more than happy to be wrong but i don't know with this guy i still don't even know the ethnicity of this guy he's a white guy okay. and he's in his like late 50s early 60s and he <laughs> it was just like a room and it looks super basic and i was like oh this probably isn't gonna be nice it's 27 sure. bucks yeah, yeah, but yeah. fuck it i am i'm gonna get there late i'm gonna leave early it's not gonna be that big of a deal uh-huh. so i i he starts messaging me and he's like, oh, are you going to, you know, doing, oh, are you going to perform? You're a comedian. Oh, are you going to perform for me? Blah, how blah, blah. F- how do you find that out? Well, through the Airbnb app, once you book it, they can communicate with you. But how do you find out you're a comedian? He asked me why I was in town. Oh, or, or Big or mistake on your part. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I think it said that. I think I'm here it at said the Doing Nothing bio. convention. <laughs> none of your fucking business. <laughs> I'm here for none of your fucking business conference. Are you going to perform for me? Yeah, he said, are you going to perform for That's a red flag. Uh, yeah, yeah. The fact that he was he immediately started messaging me at like 11:30 at night was a red flag. Wow, 11:30 at night are you going to perform it for me? But still not that flag was not red enough to keep you from canceling. I already booked it. Sure. Yeah. Is that what you're telling St. Peter when he fucking hacks your head off? <laughs> So, what was I going to do, Pete? I already booked it. Look, I, I think a lot of times people just immediately jump to this guy's going to rape me kind of deal. And so I was giving him the benefit of the doubt. He, I mean, it was just cheesy. We're in the Midwest, you know, and um, yeah, so I was giving him the, there. <laughs> I was giving him the benefit of the doubt. The but BTK he didn't go anywhere. He didn't from? do anything creepy or anything like that. That was the only thing he said. And he was like, ha ha. 
he, I think he said something like, uh, I'm funny too, but not like that way. And I was like, oh, for uh, sure. Like yeah. gay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of funny, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I get there and he, he looks like he doesn't have enough money to be a hoarder, but he is aspiring, you know? Oh. So it's a big house. He lives there uh, all by himself. Um, and it's dirty. Like you ever been to somebody's house and there's kind of like a film on everything. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's kind of the vibe that this place had. And I was like, oh damn it, I didn't know it was this bad, you know. Yeah. But fine. Do you bring a sleeping bag with you? I didn't. I do sometimes, but I've been flying. Like if I had my, my car with me, I would have a, an another basically bed for me. Sure. Because I've stayed at truck stops and stuff like that that where the room just smells like skull and trucker dick and i yeah and i I, yeah i lay Mm -hmm. on just so i'm not on the floor because the floor is even more disgusting and i'll lay on that and uh, i even have one of those suspended uh um hammock sleeping bags that fully enclose yourself and mm -hmm. i just hammer a stake into the wall of the hotel and i sleep suspended in the middle of the air Wow. That's not true at all. <laughs> I was going to say, that's impressive. But it would be nice, right? It would be if you yeah, could yeah. just uh, BYO hammock <laughs> everywhere. Mm-hmm. Again, I think I, this, he like I think he, he was the kind of guy that would have been more capable of murdering me than raping me. I don't think he had the... he. I think he was too much... He doesn't have like the, the, the forearm strength. Like the It wasn't like a power dynamic. Yeah, it would just yeah, be yeah. like, I killed you and now you're my friend forever. You forgot about drugs, though. What about drugs? He doesn't need forearm strength if he knocks your ass out with a drug. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't going to eat there. You would shoot a blow dart in your neck. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think this guy's traveled that much. You start thrashing around like a rhino about to go down. (laughs) Wear a condom. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like a, a professional substitute teacher and... Uh, he's not an amateur substitute teacher. No, but I mean, he's not a real teacher. He's a substitute teacher. You're and not a real teacher. <laughs> Slam the door. <laughs> I get there and it's uh, late at night because I had to take a Greyhound, uh, which is also fun, where I had mm-hmm. to listen to this dude, this like almost 400 pound dude spit game to this chick the entire way. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah he smelled fresh. He was fresh. 400 pounds on a Greyhound. I wish he smelled as fresh as he was talking, you yeah. know? So uh, I was just excited to not be listening to that soundtrack anymore. And I get there and he was like, oh, I'll pick you up from the, the bus station. And I was like, are you serious? I was like, that's so kind of you. Like, I really appreciate that. Yes, that would be great. He's like, it's just like a mile away. It's not a big deal at all. I'm going to be up anyways. Um, so you don't have to take a, an Uber. And I was like, okay, cool. So he picks me up. Um, it's fine. We're having a it's casual fine. chat. It's fine. Super chat, chatty chat. It's okay. And uh, we get there, and it looks very woodsy. He's like, he lives in the in the ghetto, but it, he's like the guy that never moved out after sure. everybody else. So there's just like tall grass, like free. You know how like a lot of times people in California are like, I just want the native plants to grow. Yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah. It was like that, but scarier. Did it look like the house <laughs> that the neighborhood kids would ring the doorbell and run away yes. from? It did. Yes, it okay, did. Good. Still staying there though, guys. Of course. Listening to everything she said, <laughs> Carmen is still staying there. The guy's picking her up. Where do you want me to go at this point? Because here's the thing is I called every hostel. I called every hotel. Nothing. Nothing. There wasn't anything. There was like some big game in town. So I was fucked. If he had sliced your head off and you had two seconds to reflect on it, mm-hmm. you'd be like, nah, I could have figured, figured something else out. But whatever. Who cares? He didn't do it. 
Yeah, I'm still alive, Brian. Sure. Also, so I, I mean, I'm judging you. He's giving me a tour of the then. house, and I'm like, I don't need. I'm gonna leave immediately. I don't want to mm-hmm. be here now. I'm gonna leave immediately. So he's giving me a tour and stuff, and, and then he goes, he goes, uh, come sit on the porch with me. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. And um, he's like, this is my favorite part. And he's got these blinking lights, the you know, like the Christmas lights, but they're blinking like super fast, like. Like seizure, seizure. Yeah, he's trying to put you in a trance. And I was like, "What's up with the fucking blinking lights? You don't just like regular light." And he goes, "Oh, it uses less electricity." And I go, "No, it doesn't. The electricity is still running through the thing." And he goes, "He goes, no. Well, if they blink on and off, the 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 millisecond that they're off, that's less energy that they're electricity that they're using." And I was like, I don't think you know how electricity works. I hope you're not teaching electricity. And then we're sitting there again. He's being super nice. He's complaining about how it's hard to meet people. And I was like, oh, oh you God. are lonely. He's like, it's hard to meet people on Facebook because, you know, they're all robots and stuff. And I go, well, you got to stop accepting the friend request from the picture of the tits, old man. Yeah. That's not a real person. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, well oh, I do it just to mess with them. And I was like, yeah, yeah. is that what happened? Messing with robots. Yeah, know, yeah, sure, sure. That's a good hobby. <laughs> Sure, he really gets a rise out of him. And then he goes, how good do you see in the dark? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh. I'll tell you what she can't see in the dark is red, the color red. She can't see flags, red flags everywhere. They're blinking. He goes, he goes I'd love to show you my orchard. <laughs> oh, my God. What the fuck? Tell me you went to the orchard. Of course I went oh to the orchard. God. You are a so- <laughs> dummy. You are just a big, stupid, dumb idiot. You are a dummy, dumb, dumb, idiot, stupid, moron, dumb. E. So, <laughs> so from the jungle junk from the jungle house across the street was uh he he owned the plot of land across the street. So he was just instead of building on it, he just has an orchard there so he's got like grape trees and he's got peaches grape trees yeah he's <laughs> whatever grapevines sorry <laughs> well they look like trees because he had them like wired I don't, up and I, stuff uh, like that i don't think there's a g in his tree <laughs> i think that's a rape tree <laughs> he's like this is my rape tree he said what uh, <clears throat> right, great great grape, grape, grape tree i thought grapes grape were tree. on vine shut up <laughs> that's enough out of you <laughs> He's he's got peach trees, pear trees. He's showing me all these trees, and then Gary calls me. My boyfriend calls me, uh, who, by the way, is like the exact opposite of this. He's like incredibly he's, safe and protected. Yes. He's very aware. Yeah, yeah. Are you telling him all this stuff? Well, I just I just texted him to, like before I got there. I was like, I don't know about this guy, so just call me when I get there. I'll, I told him I'll be there at this time. Call me around that time, just so you can hear the vibe and you know yeah. if something's up. So he calls me and he's like, Hey, what's going on? And I was like nothing just getting a tour of this guy's orchard <laughs> god <laughs> and then so, gary just stays on the phone with me for a little bit and um, i imagine he's so fucking stressed <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and then you could have easily said ah, i'm a little tired i think i'm gonna turn in he said that so easily. I was trying to be polite. He was being like, he, dude, he wanted, a, I think he rent is renting this place out from the Airbnb to try to make friends. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, he didn't have any shitty reviews. All of them were like, he's a great dude. He was super nice. And then they were all guys. But I mean, I, so what? That just means there were a chick probably never stayed there. 
<laughs> or live to review. <laughs> Maybe she stayed there, but she didn't live to review it. <laughs> also, I, then fuck, stop fucking trying to hang out with the people who stay at Airbnb. Airbnb. That's so goddamn lame. Anyway, well, that's why I mean. I think and he has an orchard. Mm. Uh-huh. You're in the orchard. So yeah, and I'm t- t- Gary. I'm really getting super lovey-dovey on the phone. Oh, love you, love you, love you. You, my baby, my baby, 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 baby. You're trying to do an R&B song? Yeah. <laughs> baby, 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 baby. <laughs> you know I love you, Gary Peterson. <laughs> I love you so much, baby. I hang up with Gary. I was like, I'll be all right. I'll call you back. And then um, the guy goes, oh, is that your boyfriend? And I was like, yeah. Husband. And then <laughs> I go, yeah, that's my boyfriend. I love him. And then. <laughs> that's my boyfriend. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave him the GPS coordinates of where I am. Mm-hmm. And then the tour stopped magically. Wow. And then he was like, oh, all right, I got to go to bed anyways. And, and I was like, oh, okay. He takes me up to where I'm staying in the room. And then, but then he continues showing me all of his like marathon medals. Like he runs Jesus and and Christ. he's like, showing just to let you know that you one. can't run away. <laughs> I run, just, just, just so you know, I can run 26 miles. <laughs> So you can run as far as you want, but I'm guessing it ain't 26.2. You may get the 26, but you'll die before you finish those points. You, like, you don't even look like a half marathon, bitch. Yeah. You can't even make it to 13.4. Here's all my medals from running real far. Here's my... And I was just like, all right. Um, like, the the state of the, the bathroom was... Like, I would have felt more comfortable in a public restroom. Like, that's like, there was... Shit everywhere, all around the sink. Like I had to like find where was the there, like, stuff a leaking was. Leaking toothpaste bottle. Yes, That's my, that thing grosses me out the most. The weeping toothpaste bottle. Yes, when it's just like, like, how do you just leave that out like that? Just Anyways, put a fucking cap on. I don't trust people when I'm sleeping, so I put a chair underneath the door so he couldn't get in, mm-hmm. and I slept. Um, so out of nowhere, you got one survival instinct. Well, no, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a place to stay, and I just barricaded myself in. That's what I do. I, I hunker down, sleep sitting up with a shotgun in your lap. Yeah, and then the next morning, I wake up and I go to pee, and there is a turd sitting in the toilet. <laughs> I love this guy now. <laughs> There's a turd, sit- and that wasn't there the, the previous evening. So he took a shit and then left it for me. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck? Wow. I guess he was mad. I don't know if he was mad that I had a boyfriend. I don't know. <laughs> this is what I think your boyfriend <laughs> leaves a big fucking brown turd in the fucking toilet for you. That's so goddamn funny. What makes it even worse is then I was just like, I've done that on accident and I was mortified. I didn't come home for two days one time. Well, I wish this guy was mortified. I wish because I left, I locked the door, I did everything. He sends me a message through the Airbnb app. Hey, can you write me a review? So there was no shame in that man. Yeah. Hey, do you guys like House of a Thousand Corpses? (laughs) (laughs) Then you'll love Rob's house or whatever the fuck. Are you an adrenaline junkie? Do you love the threat of real violence? How about poop? Do you like poop? Do you like a man who knows? to give him a review after that do you like blinking lights <laughs> <and> dark orchards <laughs> and a man who can run 26 miles 
You're an idiot. If I you know. Get, you know what's funny? If you ever get murdered, uh, my first reaction is going to be like, I wonder how many chances she had to not get murdered before <laughs> this happened. That's going to be my first thought. But here's my thing. He didn't murder me. Nothing bad happened. I know. It does ruin he it for just, guys. He just had all the wrong moves. Yeah. Like, on how to interact shockingly with bad moves. Yeah, 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 on, yeah, yeah, and it wasn't. I don't even think it was moves. I think he was honestly looking for a friend. Like, no, because friend. if that that tour magically ended right when he found out about Gary, he was probably trying to hit on you. He probably had no intentions of be, of doing any like not being a gentleman mm-hmm. about it or whatever. Besides the fact that it's very strange to look for pussy by renting your house out. Yeah, to people, that's a weird way to do it. But I mean, there's really no. It's not. It's not as weird as Tinder, I guess. But. He just had all the moves of a killer, but the heart of a gentleman. Yeah. Um, and the shit of a... How was the shit? How did it look? It looked healthy. Good. Good for him. Yeah, yeah it was like a runner. log. Um, you know, <laughs> straight up. And it was standing up. I'd never seen his shit stand straight up. Oh, is that a tension? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've done that before. It's probably... It's, it's like one of those uh, like clown toys that you can punch the head in <laughs> it comes right back up because there's like... A weeble wobble. Yeah, there's like a bunch of sand at the bottom of it. <laughs> <laughs> just so but that's what i mean like that's that's probably why he's single at that age is because he's so delusional he left a turd in the toilet it happens on accident sometimes on how do you I did accidentally... it at my dad's house one time he flipped out on me because that's like uh what did i where did i go wrong raising you moment right where it's like my whole life is my whole life been for nothing like i raised a kid who can forget about flushing a, a shit like did i do nothing right in my life that was the kind of. I also wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt that he probably hasn't had people over, other than the three. That doesn't reviews. matter. Yeah, I mean, when I f- I've forgotten to flush and not got caught before, it happens every now and then for me, semi regularly. I mean, I guess I've. But what I'm saying is, when once, I walk when I walk in and see it, I'm like, ah! So like like it's also gross. Like just because he hasn't had people over is not an excuse. What I'm saying is, if I lived alone and I did that, like I wouldn't not be like oh my god what a, what if he didn't what if he forgot his shit there and he came home and thought i left a shit and that toilet. probably happened that probably happened you didn't flush it no i left what don't say no like that's gross you don't have to touch a I shit i didn't want to wanna be it. in the house anymore Brian. i would have flushed it <laughs> yeah because i would have immediately thought he's gonna think this is me but that's because I'm paranoid. No, I wanted him to leave it there to be like, yeah. So the, and then, but he's then he's telling a story right now where he's like, ah, I had an Airbnb guest shit in my toilet and didn't flush it. He left a review for me. Was there because, toilet paper? Um, because if there wasn't toilet paper, then it's no, snuck, there was because it's. I was say, it just it wasn't next to the toilet. It was on the. It was on the. Uh, not the sink, but he had like a, like a old desk of drawers in mm-hmm. there. Because every now and then a turd will, will jump back out. No, I don't know. Sometimes, yeah, I mean, especially one that's standing up, that means it's a little anti-gravity. So that means that uh, it, it, he could have flushed it and then it went, it didn't, it, it didn't get all the way down and came back up. So if there's no toilet paper in it, it was more the toilet's fault. He should have held the handle a little bit longer. <laughs> he asked for a review, Brian. And okay. what did you say? Did you give him two stars? I didn't stars? say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a number two. Two stars for that turdy left me there, bud. When you were on the road, I was hanging out with Gary, and he said that you got stranded somewhere. They, I couldn't rent a car. Yeah. There, there were nefarious charges on my credit card, so I called and canceled my credit card, and they wouldn't let me rent a car with a debit card. 
because right. I was from out of state. Right. So I couldn't you rent a car. Your, so I was just stuck in Kansas City. After this fucking turd burglar guy, uh-huh. after he this whole scenario, I went to, and I couldn't fucking leave. And Katie was flying in, and I couldn't pick her up. So I finally, and this is the first time in my career, and I, I doubt I'll ever do it again, but this was like a rite of passage of being a shitty comic, which is like... Yeah. So I just blindly booked somebody on our show for a ride. How did you find this person? Um, I sent out a bunch of messages to people in Kansas City. I was like, is there any Kansas City comics that don't have a job or bums like are funny enough that could host a show, something that could drive us to our first. I was just trying to get us to our first gig because it was that night, you know, and um, which was in Lowell, Arkansas, (laughs) which was like, yeah, like two or three hours away. A little more uh, right leaning like audience Lowell, but they're still yeah yeah for oh, sure strange. Mm-hmm, i know and um but they were still fun like they still were still keep a lot of methodists is they this were still is this the show where the booker said the funny thing to you about women yes oh yeah tell him that <laughs> this is so funny to me i love this guy when he was booking it and this is also based on his experience as well he was like um you sure you want to have a female feature for you and i was like yeah why wouldn't i want to i go it's not the 80s anymore you can have more than one twat on a lineup and then he goes, he goes, well, just from my experience around here, it seems like they all talk about the same thing. They're always talking about the Tinder and the dating and stuff. And I just figured if you're going to have somebody feature for you talking about that, you're not going to be able to talk about it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, don't you worry, my friend. Ego. I not only do I have a bit about how I can't stand people talking about dating, but I can guarantee you that Katie and I have completely different perspectives and they're going to both going to be fun and funny. Yeah, yeah, you got like a surrealist wacko with buggy eyes opening for you. Mm-hmm. And then you got you, you know, t- yeah. tough guy. Big old yeah. tough guy. Yeah, it's very different. Very Four fucking inch different. Four-inch click girl, you know? Actually, when when I open for you, it's a little bit tougher for some subject matter. Because <laughs> every now and then there's some crossover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually tougher. <laughs> you sure you want another woman open for you? Y'all talk about the same shit. I love that so much. Also, Lowell Tinder, uh, Tinder in Lowell, Arkansas is actually a bit I would like to hear. <laughs> I would like to know what that is. What that is like? I, I think that's. I think it's just four swipes. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. Cousin, 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 <laughs> ex boyfriend. Done. Yeah, that's and it. The, yeah, those were all to the likes, by the way. Um, <laughs> so the kid, I found. I forgot somebody. about this guy. Yeah, yeah. The guy who gave you a ride. I was he funny? He was twenty three, young, uh, a bright eyed, bushy tail. Ha- had a Tinder joke, and mm-hmm. um. But he, yeah, he was funny. Yeah, he was funny. He wasn't like, and I had texted because Katie doesn't like strangers, doesn't like to be touched, doesn't like a lot of stuff, you know? And so um, my naturally nervous friend had to get a text from me that's like, hey, just some dude is going to pick you up from the airport. It's not going to be me. I'm not going to be with him. Some random dude is going to pick you up from the airport and then he's going to come get me. And she's like, oh, great. Thanks. Thanks for that. Because she only sees red flags. Right. She right, is right, right, wrapped right. in one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, no risking, no risk taking whatsoever. And then uh, so this kid picks her up and then I text her. I was like, how does he seem? Is it, are you comfortable? Is everything OK? And she's like, I think we could take him. And I was like, OK, well, then I think That's we'll be nice. fine. Um, so yeah, then, she's like a chihuahua. Yeah, yeah, she's shaking. She's yeah. shaking. Yeah, yeah. Not on, if not on the outside, on the inside. Yeah. And um, so then, of course, I get in and being tough guy, I'm over there grabbing his ear. I was like, maybe you get fucking me too on this trip, huh? Maybe you get. Fucking Is that what you're saying? To him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> 
I just want the power dynamics to be established immediately. You know, <laughs> you, know I go, you I don't affect like- change by mimicking <laughs> your oppressor. That's not positive progression. Uh, I think he liked it. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> he was asking for it, man. He was sitting there, not saying anything. <laughs> Being all juicy in 23. <laughs> <laughs> Young, dumb, full of cum. I know what you are. <laughs> you need somebody to tell you to come, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, was he scared? Um, he 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 busted back. He was he was good. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, yeah. he didn't take it seriously. Um, he knew I was joking around. You know, but that's the other thing. That's what makes it funny, Brian. Is a lot of times men don't take women seriously when they say shit like that. Even sometimes when we are serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I was going to sexually assault the kid or anything, but. I did say he, oh, had, man, pretty, I, he I, had a pretty mouth. I'm writing down a topic for next week right now, just so you know. A little, I, we never do this. A little teasing, but uh, I have some stories. Uh, I have. I want to. I want to share some of my Me Too stories about women. Okay, that'll be next week. I mean, we talked about the one that happened when we were on the road. Yeah, we didn't talk about. I don't even remember what you're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it, Taylor? Yeah, Taylor. Yeah, that we one. We talked about that, that was, one. I have one way worse than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, just a reminder: if you're related to me, don't listen next week. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> my penis is coming out next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, yeah. But so this guy, he's funny. You were uh, you were harassing yeah, him. Yeah, he was fine. He, I guys. Wasn't don't take it seriously. He wasn't. He what? Look, it's serious knew, on me now. He would knew I was. <laughs> I would joking. never harass. Come it. on. I don't yeah. do it. Not since this movement happened. I'm yeah, not. yeah, for real. <laughs> Nobody can have fun anymore. <laughs> you know what I said on stage the other day that I, whew, I, I, I. I s- oh, go ahead. What did uh, you say? Uh, th- uh, I was doing that joke about. Um, about uh, uh, my, uh, a Jewish girlfriend telling me about the entire history of the Jews. You know mm-hmm. that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, I don't hate the Jews. I hate a Jew. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in that joke, there, there's one line. I'll just give it away. I don't care. I got to give me a reason to write a new joke. But the punchline of that joke is that I say, uh, she goes through everybody who's oppressed the Jews, and I, and I just say, uh, well, how many different kinds of people have to try to get rid of you before you think maybe it's you? <laughs> you know? <laughs> And this guy started, a guy always claps for that joke, and mm-hmm. it's become a part of the bit, is I make fun of the guy who clapped. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's not the joke. The joke is later. Yeah. And I make fun of the guy who claps for fucking 10,000 years of Jews being, being murdered, yeah. murdered, enslaved, and genocided. And so, uh, but he was like an Indian dude. And I, cla- and I go, oh, I don't remember uh, India being in the axis of evil with Italy and Germany. <laughs> and this is on stage. And then I go, oh, I forgot. You're not allowed to acknowledge people's ethnicities anymore. And then I plowed through. <laughs> and I was like, in the back of my mind when I was in the next bit, I was like, that might come up. Like, <laughs> in some way. Like, I was worried that that, like, that's how it is right now in L.A., the, the climate where I was like, like that was totally fine and it worked, but mm-hmm. I was like, if this guy decides to have a bone to pick with me, then he's got. I mean, could you imagine seeing that written down in an article? <laughs> like, like you know, oh, I forgot we're not allowed to. Work. Like you got to. That's the thing you got to think is like whenever you see articles about people saying stuff, no matter who they are, that when even it's written the, down, it looks so much ex- worse. Yeah, because even if the context is explained. It's still reading it and hearing it it's... with no inflection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, you're fucked. But and and there's this no. Yeah, but anyway, that was just. Uh, 
I don't know why you just. Oh, it was this when you said in this climate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, it like fucking. <laughs> it was, and if I was in Chicago, well, no, not Chicago, but anywhere else in the Midwest, I wouldn't have thought twice about that. It would have just yeah. kept going. That guy would have. Everybody would have laughed, treating him like his equal. Uh-huh. Um. Oh man, but this actually, I have. Uh, were you? Were, are you uh, finished with that guy? The twenty-three. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I didn't know if I just totally was, cut you off. I was just off. explaining. I was just explaining the the stranded thing. So and it worked out. We he ended up doing the rest of the shows the rest of the weekend with us, and um and it was fine. You know. I, um, okay. So you just got me going on. Uh, this is a great difference between how I like aggression over passive aggression, mm-hmm. and I I know I'd, I'm a little. I don't like talking about comedy too much on this podcast but it happens all the time but i think this is more about just personalities but this uh woman came to this mic we were hosting and she uh we had already played three guys off because they had ran the light by playing them off meaning we turn music up while they're in the middle of their joke because they had been on stage longer than they were allowed yeah and so this woman gets up and she especially and it, it works out at a mic because a lot of times people don't know what the light means even though they're told or they get too nervous or they're too wrapped up in what they're saying they forget about time like i get it it's it feels aggressive feels weird if up you're there. new to mm-hmm. comedy it feels mm-hmm. aggressive because yeah. you haven't been beaten up enough yet mm-hmm. but this girl looked like and uh gary said it the best gary who we've been talking a bunch on this podcast about he said she looked like a walking blog she really did (laughs) because she was like this like miserable looking white girl who looked like her she hated her dad she looked rich she the top uh the bottom half of the back of her head was shaved so she had like a bowl cut thing with the shaved head Mm -hmm. and a bun on the top and she was drenched in this giant knitted afghan and she was frowning and had big granny glasses on and she was miserable the entire time. And Joe and, and she already had made up her own narrative about what was going on. Joe Bartnick had gone up and he said, are you guys excited about Louis C.K. coming back? He had a joke and that was the opening to it. Mm-hmm. And, and we had a lot of real audience members. This wasn't all comics at this open mic. There was a shitload of audience members, men and women clapped saying yes. Then uh, then nothing, whatever. We don't fucking censor anybody. At that mic, and then so she comes up. And, well, it's a mic. Yeah, exactly. It's not your job. To. We don't even need to get to the politics of that. Yeah. But I, uh, mm-hmm. So she gets up and she goes, "This, this is what she opens with. You have three minutes to make an impression." Now I host this mic now, which is not a good thing. I don't, I don't host it that much anymore. But it's, it's a nice thing to host a mic at a club because it's like a next step up in a city. And I used to go to that mic all the time. Never got up. Never got up. When I did got up, would get up. I would just go straight into my jokes and try to be funny because. And you do your tried and true because you're also making an impression. And so she gets up and this is how she opens. She goes, I've been here five times. This is my first time getting up. Like this mic is miserable. We've already celebrated Louis C.K. Or all the men in this room celebrated Louis C.K.'s return to comedy. I love comedy so much. She's already eaten up 30 seconds just bitching. Mm-hmm. And also women did clap for Louis C.K. thing. I wouldn't even argue with her like that because it's like negotiating with a terrorist. But it was already her own fucking narrative. Yeah. So then she wastes her first minute doing that. And then she goes into some bit and bombs. And then she's... 45 seconds over the light. We don't want to play her off because she looks like a walking call, like social media call out. Yeah. Like we just she's like one of those women that looks like nothing's ever her fault and if you do anything to try to make her be accountable for herself then she's going to call you a fucking rapist or something. Mm-hmm. And so 
she she's running the light by 45 seconds. We play her off, and she goes, oh, once a, a woman finally has something to say, and you play her off. She was the fourth person. The other three were all guys that we played off. You know how the guys reacted? They went, oh, my bad, sorry, and put the mic back in the mic stand and walked off, and she fucking went off like she was being fucking oppressed. It was so goddamn annoying. And But later on, another guy walks in, an audience member, big black guy with Bruce Bruce be- braids, mm-hmm. you know, big, like, yeah, yeah. pigtail braids, very well done, and he's fucking huge. And he's sitting in the front row. He's at the. He doesn't know what an open mic is because he's a comedy audience member. Yeah. And he's and he's just sitting up front, and it's the very end of the mic. We had already gotten all the funny people up. It was mostly just the psychos left. Mm-hmm. And uh, a friend of mine goes up, and he says to the guy, "Look at those braids. That's something you can really hold on to. You don't. You, you want to. I know it's fucked up. You're not allowed to say this, but when you see like a." kind of a, a tough-looking black dude, you don't want to make gay jokes at him. It's just, that's just, maybe they're maybe they're not a stereotype. Maybe they aren't homophobic. Maybe they are gay. That's a possibility. But if anybody who's had real experience in the world knows that tough-looking black dudes often are homophobic. That's just a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, you're not even allowed, like, I feel sweaty talking I mean, about can, this. You can tell a lot by, like, if you look at the spectrum of black comedy, there's still a lot of. Yeah, it's just like, I feel insane that I'm, like, fear. tiptoeing around mm-hmm. something that is informed on 33 years of experience of For talking sure. to yeah. people. But anyway, so the guy didn't like it and he got real mad and he was shit, but he was like smiling, like, you know, that scary smile, like Uh I'm about to fuck you up. And so I I get him off and I go back up and I'm like, you didn't like that, did you? And he goes, well, you know, they don't pat a boy down in here. I got my strap on. I thought about bringing that out during that set. So he casually threatened to shoot the comic who was on stage. (laughs) (laughs) And I laughed and I go... I go, uh, what, what's your name? And he goes, Isaac. Uh, so he goes, yeah, I have my strap on. And I go to the comic who was up. I go, run. And then uh, <laughs> I go, what's your name? And he goes, my name's Isaac, but they call me Slaughter. And I go, run. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, how about instead of shooting him, I just give you five minutes and you can say whatever you want up here and retaliate. And he goes, I don't talk. And then, uh, and then he gets up and walks out. And that night, I walked away from that mic, and the thing that was bothering me was the walking blog. I was more worried about the passive aggression that was going to come mm-hmm. out of that woman because I knew it ended with that guy. Either he was going to shoot us or he didn't. Either way, it was over. Yeah. He went home. That's aggression. That's being direct. I know where I stand with that guy. He yeah. doesn't like me. He has the potential to do something. He's going to let me know if he's going to do something. With her, I have no idea if she's going to make up a lie. and Or she's going to make up a lie in three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Where I, she's like, you know what? Fuck that mic. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. I, I had the worst experience I ever had. The threat of fucking vague passive aggression reputation tarnishing was way more stressful to me mm-hmm. than the idea of a guy just shooting one of the comics on stage <laughs> or me. I don't know. That guy made me laugh. And yeah. like, and I nego- and I was I was glad that I wasn't one of those like milk toast white people who maybe would have screamed for security or something when he tried yeah, to yeah, shoot somebody. Yeah. But yeah, it's just the the aggression versus passive aggression. It, that passive aggressive shit plants in your brain and it sprouts and it fills you with paranoia and doubt and fear and you don't know what the fuck's going on. You don't know what to anticipate. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather know. Okay, I'm anticipating a gun. That's yeah. it. I know. Gun or no gun, black and white, easy. Yeah. But where uh, is this person going to make up a weird lie? Is she going to like be like, this host is sexist, racist? Like, Because she was there for when I said the ethnicities thing mm-hmm. on stage, and I got a big laugh. But she could have 
he was being he racist, racist, sexist, yeah. is a, you know, and it's just like, and that shit will follow you and ruin you. If I had gotten shot and survived, I would have definitely gotten booked more. <laughs> I would have become a darling. <laughs> I would have become a darling. To Aggression is just so much it. easier to deal with. Yeah. Even if it hurts you, like physically, like gives you a couple bruises or a scar or something. It's just, I fucking. They heal. They heal way better. Those people, those jaded, rich, fucking bored, miserable white entitled, women. Entitled, I think, is the word you're looking for. Uh, entitled. They just, they, when they walk into the mic, it's like, why are you here? Why are you doing comedy? You're miserable. You've never laughed in your life. Yeah, this isn't going to make you feel better. Yeah, I don't know. So hopefully that comes across to listeners not just as comedy talk, but more about what it's like dealing with different kinds of people. Because that's fucking frustrating. Let's do the Gripe of the Week. It's the Gripe of the Week. It's, it's the, the Gripe, gripe of, of the, the week. week. Gripe of the Week from Justin Marcher. I don't know if it's Marcher or Marchert. Is when you wake up and try to quietly scroll your Facebook feed without waking anyone, but then you swipe on a video, which is interpreted as a tap, and then the whole house is rudely awakened because of the sounds of a dubstep cat video. What do you live in a barracks? <laughs> well, like at your house, like if you if you were just in the morning, uh-huh. if you're up before everybody else, and then it, you accidentally try to scroll, and your thumb runs over it, and it becomes, it plays the video, yeah, 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 and it's super loud. It's like a guy getting tased to death. Yeah, ah! 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 <laughs> all your your all your roommates yeah. are like, "What the fuck?" Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I guess that does suck. Um, I've been um, going to sleep with my phone on airplane mode lately, so that I don't look at my phone right when I wake up. Oh, that's good. And I've been charging it like across the room from me. Oh, nice. Yeah. Accessibility makes a, a big difference. Troy Gorda's gripe of the week is when someone quizzes you during a movie or a show. Example, uh, you ever seen Arrival? No, I haven't seen it. Yes, I'd like to watch it. Five minutes in. Uh, who is this character? One minute later. Well, why did they do that? Ten minutes later. Is that the guy from that one from, or is that the same guy from earlier? So when they just quiz you in the middle of like, you're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, that shit sucks. You're a tour guide for a film. I hate having to do that too. Yeah, everybody hates that. But I will say this. I went to the movies recently. It was, I think, maybe the first movie I saw this year in a theater. And uh, I saw The Nun, which everybody decided was a terrible movie. And it was. But I only watched shit on my phone or my iPad. Like and I can never find my headphones, so I'm always just watching it out of a phone on a on the phone speaker. So it, yeah, I could literally watch able to hear it, yeah. some family's home videos in the movie theater, and I'd just be like, "Wow, that's a big screen and a yeah. cool speaker system!" <laughs> like I'm just happy to be there. Yeah. <laughs> you 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 paid for the AC. <laughs> uh, Amy Miller, former guest of the podcast as well, her gripe of the week is people who to don't pay you immediately after a show. 
I don't oh, like that either. Oh, they make you hang out? Oh, God. Then either they make you hang out and wait, or they'll like, we'll mail it to you. Like some shit like that, too. Oh, or you'll get God. your check in the mail. I hate that shit, too. I hate when they're like, they make it vague, too, and it's like, they're like, oh, I just got to figure out how much we're paying you. And I'm like, I got an email that says right here how much you're paying me. I just got to run it by the, the manager. He's not here right now. Uh, he's not answering his phone. They always come up with this fucking prolonged thing. Or the promoter is getting hammered, too, because the show's over. And he either was a success or a failure. Either one warrants a, a copious amount of booze. I agree. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> as a producer, you understand that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as a guy who but drinks when like, happy me, and sad. <laughs> either way, give me my fucking money. Don't do your business drunk. Angelo Simfraco's gripe of the week is quiet ass mousy people who don't speak up when something is bothering them they oh. just sit and fester you know what i i hate actual low volume people like i have this uh this this friend of mine named jeff and he's a he's a really nice guy there's nothing wrong with him at all but he's low volume and so i feel like i have to adjust to him because i feel like i'm yelling at him when i talk at my normal volume yeah and then i just don't know how to fucking communicate with him because he kind of talks like around this volume and uh but he's like he's direct he's very direct communicator he's not he's not afraid he's not like this what this person was describing but he and i'm just like i can't i yeah like i can't I just can't talk quiet. He's going to make you have an aneurysm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to fucking talk to you. (laughs) Like, how do you... I don't know. This is how I talk. This volume right here is how I always talk. Yeah, no. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Susie Bruce's gripe of the week is stop being creative with toothpaste flavor names. Wintergreen is not Fresh Blast or Icy Mint. You should just let a bitch know what it is. That's true. Because I hate also, winter. Fantastic I think it's because she hates she hates winter mint wintergreen. Susie Bruce so sounds tri- like an old punk, like a like a legend. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like a CBGB's Booker or something. But also, yeah, I mean, uh, people trying to repackage mint a million different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, how many different names does mint have? It just just fucking. They're just trying to get because that's there's a wall of toothpaste, which is unnecessary. And there's still only three fucking brands. And if you go into a flavor that also fuck anything that's not mint, like lavender. Oh, and no. All, or the cin. I don't like the cinnamon either. Oh, I've never had cinnamon. I don't yeah. Think, they but I've seen it. Cinnamon. Yeah. It's gross. Also, the glitter in it. Yeah. What you the know, fuck? when they put the sparkly glitter in there, it's like, I don't want to rub that glitter in my mouth. What are you talking yeah, what, about? Like, especially what the glitter is made of. There's no way that's not ripping the enamel off of your fucking teeth. Yeah. Also, if you went into a farm that grew variations of mint, like spearmint, and uh, mm. is wintergreen even a, a mint? I don't. I, I, I don't know. Would you really be able to tell the difference from chewing those leaves? I doubt it. Maybe. I think some of them are more like effervescent than the others. Some are more aromatic, and, mm. and there's definitely you can tell between the mints when you eat like winter mint gum and like yeah. Mint but that's, gum. I think that has a lot to do with chemicals. I think you. It's still different. Just, but yeah, just give me regular. Just tell me fucking what the fuck toothpaste. it is. Yeah, not not icy blast. What the fuck does that mean? It's still a mint. You dumb fuck. I hate how marketing around my mouth gets in our heads too. Like I heard a commercial where somebody was like, uh, nine out of nine dentists agree that we brush, we don't brush long enough and we brush too hard." 
and all this and i was like so now i'm like gently brushing my mouth for like 10 minutes i, was like, I don't know <laughs> i don't know what to do because i don't know anything and all i know about my by the mouth, way you pay a dentist enough money they'll fucking say anything i know you know what for, i mean for sure only nine of them out of all of the dentists i don't agree well, yeah, <laughs> the it, fuck your nine friends that you know and also, if they ask 50 and nine agree, they can say nine out of these nine dentists agree. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Akeem Woods' grape of the week is, I feel this might be a common gripe, but I fucking hate the air inside of chip bags. It's like you buy a bag of chips and there's only two fucking chips in the entire bag. Like at this point, I'm basically paying for just the bag that I'm going to that I'm going to go throw away. Well, you got to protect the chips. And he goes, and that's why I fuck with Pringles, because at least they can fill the can thing to the very top with chips. Yeah, but Pringles are reconstituted potato flour. I can't stand Pringles. Yeah, they're gross. But dude, you know what I like to do with the air of sour cream and onions is I like to- Sniff it? No, no, no. I like to open it in somebody's face real quick, because it like smells so bad. Or if you get the 7-Eleven hard-boiled eggs, and you, oh. can, you can pop that in. Oh my God, that's so gross. And you so just gross. pop it right in somebody's face. Oh, <laughs> it's so great. That's like, it's like a, a shitless farting in someone's face. That's exactly what uh -huh. it is. Ugh, so gross. Yeah, but I mean, I know there's not enough chips in the bag, but if they if they packed them with chips, you'd just be eating crumbs. The air is what's protecting the chips. I work for Lay's. I've worked for Lay's for 25 <laughs> years. So I'm, I'm a company So they don't man. get, you see, yeah, so you're not eating uh, crumbles. It's basically potato cereal. Yeah, exactly. Potato chip cereal. Adam Murray's grape of the week is when that car is first up at the light and they don't see the light turn green. So you give them a short little beep beep to tell them to look up from their phone only to have them get mad at you for honking. They get that indignant attitude like, don't tell me what to do. I'll stare at my phone all day if I want to. It makes no goddamn sense. People are so entitled and don't care at all about other people. Yeah, you know what I do is, uh, and I pick this up from my dad, I keep my hand on the horn, mm -hmm. and when the light turns green, I just hit it. Mm -hmm. And Especially if I'm like five cars back, because guaranteed one of those five cars is looking at their phone. Yeah. So I just don't even see it as aggression now. I'm just like... Uh, the well, there's a difference. If you... That's aggressive. Uh -huh. But if you do a little pop, pop, pop. Yeah. And which, and that's what he's saying is like, at this point, we're just honking to make you look up. You yeah, know? People can get, I mean, fuck them. They can get mad. You know what I do like about the phone thing, though, is that mm. when um, it makes merging easier in rush hour because. Oh, my. Totally, dude. I like there's that. There's always an did. opening. Oh, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's always going way too slow because they're in the middle of a text and they haven't figured out that there's a big, huge gap in front of them. It's like the new 18-wheeler. Anytime, like, like, the GPS tells me there's this much time to get there, I'm like, oh, I'll shave at least 10. I'll shave a few minutes off of that because, yeah, because there's going to be, I'm going to be able phones. to weave around all these people that are. Yeah distracted katie bowman's gripe of the week is people that don't wait for you to parallel park like oh fuck like, that when they get right up on your ass and yeah, you can't yeah. get like, in what do you what do you want me to do yeah you see what i'm doing you see the blinkers on my you favorite see the space when, when i lose my mind like that too but also i've accidentally done that to somebody but i love when you when you screw somebody over and uh but you, you i love watching somebody flip out on silent you know what I mean? Like they're because you can't hear their words. Yeah. So you so just you see just them see gesticulating flailing, wildly flailing and their around. jaw flapping, <laughs> and you have no idea what they're saying. But you know they're just basically saying, "What the fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Just go around. There's another lane. Go around me. You see what I'm trying to do? It's like you know I can't hear you, right? <laughs> People losing their fucking mind. Yeah. On mute. <laughs> I love it.
Church Jackson's gripe of the week is professional movers that refuse to handle your shit with care and are lazy as shit. Sure, that sucks. But as a guy who's moved a lot, you know, it's a bigger problem is the amount of fucking people I've moved when we're not offering boxing services. We don't box your shit. We make it very clear. We do it. That's why we're cheaper. We pick up stuff and we bring it you, to another you place box and we set it your down. shit. We bring the vehicles. We move all the shit. We treat it with care. We got moving blankets for your glass. We've got we belt off the glass so it's against the wall and nothing's gonna crash into it. And we show up and it's just a regular fucking house, perfectly intact. <laughs> and they're like, nothing's in boxes. And and you know how they make up for it? They 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 like. I swear they mess up their hair before you you come in. They put on sweatpants. I swear they're sitting there drinking coffee, giggling about the movers. And then they see the <laughs> movers are coming. They change into sweatpants and mess up their hair. And they're like, sorry, we were just so busy. We didn't have time to box. Uh, do you mind like if you yeah, how Helping us box this stuff. And it happened hundreds of times. Well, not hundreds, really. But it happened many, many, many fucking times when I was a mover. And I would show up and we started canceling jobs. We started taking deposits. And if they weren't boxed, we said, call us when you're boxed. We got other shit to do. That shit drove me fucking crazy. I think Gripe of the Week, unfortunately, because I don't like to give them to like comedy ones. But I think Amy Miller is the right. Because everybody knows what it's like to wait on a check. It fucking sucks. Yeah. For for those of you who aren't comics, it's like if you if it, everybody got paid on payday and you didn't get paid, and then you got to wait to get they that get fucking yeah. yeah. Everybody's had a check in the mail. And the thing that sucks is that when you're calculating your finances and you're doing your budget, you're including that money you made, but it actually doesn't exist until you get it, and then so you have this like week of limbo where you're that's like, how people end up like overdrafting and uh-huh. shit like that is because then you, you're you're depending your future your financial future is depending on a person who is already not reliable enough to get you your money when it was already supposed to be there yeah for sure i have a, i have jobs that i pick up all the time where i make way more money doing these one off gigs than i do at my regular job but the checks take about 3 weeks to make to to get so i'm taking off time from my reliable weekly income mm-hmm. to get this a lot of money that won't come for another month so i have these two stressful weeks it fucking sucks i want to get paid now give me my monies give me my money i did the job give me what i get in return it's for 2018 it. i know that's one of my most annoying things that people say on stage now is when they tell you what year it is but in 2018 the technology definitely exists where we don't have to send checks in the mail no, you could Venmo me. I could just send you the whatever amount of money right now. And people shit on millennials, which is fine. But Venmo and like the, like those ways to transfer money easily are godsends. Yes. These companies are so fucking archaic. And I feel like and also if anything goes wrong, it's just your fault. Yeah. Also, you know what my new gripe of the week is? How about when you fucking uh, 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 you, you like sign up for something like a free trial of something like YouTube Premium? And then uh, if you forget to cancel it and then you get like a $90 fucking charge and you can't do anything about it, god damn. I've signed up for so many free trials and had to pay for another month of it after that because I forgot to cancel it. Well, that's how they get you. That's the scam. That's the gym membership scam that other businesses realized it's super easy to fuck people out of money. It's like passively passively charging them for months at it they, they charge you at midnight too that's the thing i put a reminder in my phone for youtube premium recently and then it fucking reminded me at eight in the morning but they had already charged me at 1201 
Oh, that sucks. I should have done it a few days early. God, I'm so pissed. Anyway, Amy Miller gets Gripe of the Week. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Drop us a little review on the iTunes. Pretty please. Oh, wait. We we have an email from Colonel John. Oh, our favorite writer. Okay, here we go. And I actually, I saw the... um, Subject line, but I haven't had a chance to read this yet. I mean, I've had a chance. What, what am I trying to pretend to be busy? Get out of here. I'm just lazy. Um, here's an email <laughs> from... <laughs> email from Colonel John I just got in. <laughs> well, I just hate when people say they haven't had a chance to do something when they have. They just are fucking... I do it all the time. Trigger words is the name of this email. Subject line. Saw a tweet from several scientists I follow. You follow scientists. Goddamn. I just follow, like, you. (laughs) Uh, I saw a tweet from several scientists I follow from laments to ridicule about the Japanese billionaire who's buying a ride around the moon from SpaceX. I thought, wait a minute, this isn't like underfunded researchers competing for a limited number of NASA launches. This is a business, and every rocket sold is a good thing. Helps Helps prove out the rockets, engages the public, and makes money for the commercial company to do more cool things. Better than the billionaires buying another super yacht or a Bugatti Veyron. I just learned what a Bugatti Veyron is a couple days ago. I sent a tweet to these bright people saying as much. After the text, I I only had room for a few at IDs. So I chunked my list of the smart people I follow and sent copies to four at a time. Yes, I know it didn't include Brian on the list. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Are you saying I'm not one of the smart four smartest people you follow? (laughs) Do you know what my ASFAB score was, Colonel John? (laughs) Even remember. I don't know what that says about him is he still listens to people who aren't smarter than him. (laughs) Even remember to acknowledge their hard won PhD degrees by addressing them as doctor. Well, look at that respect. One response, is there a reason you only sent this to women scientists? Not sure what the asterisks are for. They put asterisks under women. So I replied that I was chunking my address list of big domes and one chunk was all women. Damn, did I just make a Down Syndrome reference? Uh, Shit, did she think I'm mansplaining? Oh, I I know what you mean about that. Crap, am I being a neo-libertarian capitalist elitist? Fuck it. I still think it's cool to live in a world where Bill Gates is curing all diseases while Jeff Bezos is laying the foundation to become emperor of the solar system. Bezos is even doing the bread and circuses bit with $2 billion for the homeless, Amazon Prime streaming, and Blue Origin rocket rides. Wait, is he giving Amazon Prime streaming to homeless? Anyway, Colonel, well, Whitlin on the back porch, John. You know, it's funny. The mansplaining fear. I, you, John, it's funny that a man of your age is uh, in, in place in life uh, is also having all the second guessings about the million different ways social media can attack you and your existence and turn you into being a quote unquote piece of shit. That's they always do that. The the number one argument I feel like for a lot of these people who want to label you some kind of ist or ism is they always say he's fucked up or he's a piece of shit or he's mansplaining. And like you're fucking you're just trying to ask questions and you got to tiptoe through these fucking landmines. Like there's no way to be a good person in social media unless unless you are like a triple marginalized person. You got to You got to I mean, even being double isn't that good. anymore. So it wasn't the actual doctors. It wasn't the, the four doctors that he tagged. Somebody outside of that just was like, why was this four women you were saying this to? That's what I'm gathering, but I'm not sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. But either way, it's just, I mean, dude, I know you're, and it's so funny because you're just using social media to like 
explain things or to understand things better and to ask questions, which you would think would be the benefit of social media is that we could learn more and be more in touch. And everybody just figures out a way to fucking call you an idiot. Uh, I don't know if you're a neo-libertarian capitalist elitist, <laughs> but I do. Uh, I I I do think what Bill Gates is doing is pretty decent, and I do think you're right on the nose about Jeff Bezos. I think Jeff Bezos is Darth Vader. Uh, I recently did a comedy show on a boat, and we went by his yacht, and his yacht looks like it is a fucking Death like, Star. Yeah, it, it's like a Death Star. It looks like a boat that he's going to run the world from in the middle of like the fucking Pacific Ocean at some point. Mm. It is. Uh, it's massive and it is armored and it is creepy. I screamed at him. I was screaming at him on the boat. Oh yeah, on the comedy show. Yeah. Did um, he respond? Uh, no. It turns out uh, screaming. I mean, it, <laughs> it probably got closer to him hearing me than a tweet. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he was on the boat, but it definitely looks like a place where the world government will be run from the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Uh, thank you for as always for writing, Colonel John, and please continue to write. Also, guys, again, if you know what Ed Gein. Uh, playing softball looks like <laughs> please let me know make sure you email us if you want at noserpod at gmail.com follow us on all the assorted social media at the funny cartman at brian j Voki at noserpod thanks so much for listening y'all bye no sir i don't like it no sir i don't like it no sir i don't like it no sir i don't like it